This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. October 17th is here, folks. Welcome in this day in history on lineupmedia.fm. Tony Hubert with you. My partner, as always, Armand Kachigian, bringing you the events throughout the annals of time on the 17th of October. Yes. What happened? What event affected the world we live in today the most? Who was born and who kicked the bucket? And, uh... Some witticisms, bone malls, ah. disagreement over uh, budgets, which I got a bone to pick with you, buddy. About a budget? Yeah, well, about uh, our budget, the federal budget. Yeah? Yeah, you and your big the big uh, rise in defense spending. Less than 1% is what I saw. Of GDP? No, of spendings from last you know, last year. But the bill hasn't gone into effect yet. I'm just talking about defense, though. Defense is oh, yeah. supposed to get like 1% increase. Yeah, yeah. You call that a... That was supposed to be this. No, no, no. You know how much no, the, no, the you, you, again, Department you of Education's getting? You didn't listen to the uh, to the argument proffered, but that's okay. I know you have trouble focusing on. What was you, you were talking about? How much uh, defense was going to increase? And spending was going to increase? Yes, the I current administration has has said they are going to up it dramatically. It's not. They have not done that yet. Well, then what are you complaining about? Because it's going to most likely happen. Are you if kidding? You, if you want to make a cut, you know where to cut. Yeah, well, pretty, I know where to cut. Pretty simple. And there's one today that we're going to cut. I hope. Uh, it forever. may. It may. And I'm oh, gonna, that'd I, be wonderful. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you some background on it as well. Oh. But this program, which is brought to you by Amazon.com, Audible.com, and which we would love for you to subscribe Amazon.com to. Amazon.com does not provide the squabbling, though. Let's get that clear. No, they, they, they don't. Do, right. They they're, don't. They're very peaceful, placid people. I think so. Right. So Although they, they got they, a whole bunch of towns in America battling it out for their new Amazon. I'll bet they dist- are. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Jeez, I want it myself. Put it in my house. Oh, great. If I had it? a house. Yeah. Well, if you did. Put it in my office. I don't think we can get that much uh, stuff into your office. We'd have I'm to trying. be in first trying in, first, to stuff as much as I first can. First in, in last out inventory. You'd need another door. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the show here, we'd love for you to subscribe through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, any major podcast outlet, and of course, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash This Day in History Podcast. Armand, I started in like 1604 today. Johannes no, Kepler, no, no, no. You're, you're, you got me beat. 1483. Man. What happened in 1483? Auspicious 14? day. <laughs> uh the beginning of the Inquisition. The Inquisition. Yeah, I had a feeling you were. What a to, show. Yeah, that's, you're going to give your Mel Brooks interjection. All right, yeah, Sixtus Pope, Sixtus the Fourth. Uh, How can you have a pope named Sixtus the Fourth? Well, yeah, Sixtus. Uh, that's you can. You well, can have Sixtus the Sixth, and then that's it. No, no, Sixtus the Fourth, and uh, this is the same guy that built the Sistine Chapel. That's what it's called. Why it's called the Sistine Chapel, by the way. It was his nephew, I think. Julia was it? Julius the Second. Capella Sistina. Um, yeah, he's the one that uh, hired. Um, you know, now he built did the, it. Did the ceiling, but the first ceiling is not Michelangelo's ceiling. Well, yeah, there's Botticelli. All these other guys. Were, no, the first was, ceiling was basically a blue backdrop with stars and everything. Yeah, but all this other art in there is like oh, yeah. Michelangelo. Well, Botticelli, a couple other, you know, uh, Renaissance yeah, painters, yeah. etc. But uh, Julius is the one that hired Michelangelo. Yeah, watch the movie Agony, Agony the Ag- and the Ecstasy, as reviewed. All agony, no ecstasy. <laughs> Great review. When will you make a finish? <laughs> when will this movie be over? Take the brush from my cold, dead hand. <laughs> All right, anyway. I don't know what the hell Rex Harrison was doing in that movie. What the hell, no why the hell was Charlton Heston well, Michelangelo? Because okay. yeah, he looks he good, that's why. That's Rex true. Harrison. All right, anyway. And you got Torquemada's in charge for the first 15 years. He's a nice guy. You know, the Strapado and all these other uh, torture devices. The, the, the reason being, apparently, and I looked this, I was doing some reading on this, because uh, I've always been kind of an admirer of torture and, uh, you know, oh my, you know, yes, human depravity. And uh, anyway, there were a lot of conversos in Spain. What's a converso? Yeah, I thought you'd ask. Well, it's a Jew or an Arab, a Muslim. Forced to convert. Converted, right. But they didn't think they were sincere enough. 
So I said, wait a minute, these guys may not really be. We better we better check them out. So uh, hoist them up by their wrists. You know, tie their wrists to their back and behind them. Hoist them up and then drop them very hard uh, to dislocate their shoulders and see if they still are Christians, which is, I think, a good method. Well, I, yeah, but how does dropping someone on the floor? Well, I don't think they hit the floor. Is it how Just you to in- the end of the rope? Okay, but so you invoke something if you say. If you say a test. Allah help me, you're you're still not a Christian. If they're a Christian, the, their shoulders dislocate. If they're if they're a heretic, I guess uh, they don't. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, That's some, some sound science. Yes, I think it's just a Based bunch on, of uh, depraved people who want to torture people. And well, they, that's they that's found what, a very very. I can't uh, think easy of a better reason. definition of religion. Anyway, they were supposed to go after these, you know, these people, but then they started spreading out a little bit to sodomists and heretics and blasphemers. Oh, yeah, you run out of inventory. Yeah, right. That's I mean, exactly not what... enough of these converse, though, to right. have, have the fun you want to have. No. So Torquemada started, you know. This is what happens with every type of fascism other elements. or ism. You, you eventually run out of inventory and you got to start going after others. Yeah. That's what uh, Margaret Thatcher said. Man. That's the problem with it. You, you're, you eventually run out of other people's sins. Yes. So you have to start... You know, taking up. I'm paraphrasing her definition. No, but you got it close. Socialism. Yeah, you got it close. All right, don't smirk. She's a great lady. I didn't say hey, anything. She's the guy that won the Austrian. I like this guy. The what? The, the Austrian election. Sebastian Kurtz. He's 31 years old, Ooh, man. 31. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. He's he was running around in a Hummer with a bikini, women in bikinis. He's the Austrian Austrian uh, Trump. Great. He's gonna close down their borders. And I'll tell you what. Next week. Get this. I'll make a prediction. The Czech guy is going to close – the guy that's out for uh, closing down their borders, yeah. he'll win too. For the for the Czech Republic. They're finally getting their heads together over there. People have had enough. Enough of this crap. The guy's only 31 years old. 31. That's... He's the youngest uh, – he's even younger than Rocket Man. He's the youngest. Yeah, but Rocket Man didn't, didn't need a, a Hummer and girls in bikinis. Oh, no. He just needed his old man. Yeah. yeah he yeah, was in right. already. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, that's hardly fair. Needed, well, I bet they still got the Swedish bikini team over there. Yeah, that was pro- his dad's favorite. Probably did. Okay, lucky bastard. It's the golden age of dictators. It really might be. But this guy's not a dictator. Who? He was duly elected, Sebastian Kurtz. Oh no, no, I didn't say Kurtz was. Although yeah. you got a Colonel Kurtz. Colonel Kurtz. This the is hard, the hard. Do my methods. You'll see him on sound. Well, actually, uh, no. They got a pretty good method. They're driving around in a Hummer with a bikini team. Uh, that's a method, Kurtz. Your delivery boy sent by grocery clerks to collect the bill. You're an errand boy. You're an errand boy. All right. 16 what, are you, what are you, pair queens? <laughs> 1604. This is the date that Johannes Kepler observes the supernova in the constellation Ophiuchus? Ophiuchus? Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. Which is basically shit. You know, I don't know why they cut this thing out of the uh, constellations. Because the constellations are the, you know, the, uh, they're actually, well, there's a difference between constellations and the zodiac. Right. They're not the same. Right. But this actually, this constellation crosses the ecliptic of the solar ecliptic. Okay. And that's, that makes it one of the, you know, it should be the 13. And now everything's so skewed anyway because of the precession of the uh, equinoxes, of course. We yeah. all know that. Anybody that's listening to this show knows that, the wobble of the earth. So all these astrology things, they're all stupid anyway. Even if it's true. Because they still go by all the astrology that was formulated, what, a couple of eons ago? I don't know how long, millennia? Yeah. Sky doesn't look the same. Everything's moved. Yes, yeah. it's moved. So what star is going to be the northern star in 10,000 Oh, yeah, years? because Polaris won't be. Right. I uh, told you this three times. Yeah, I don't remember. Vega. I don't like that. Vega will be the north star in First of all, because it was a bad Chevy made in the 70s when ah, we were, had the OPEC crisis. It was a horrible car. Should have never been Chevy Vega. Yeah, I mean it was a cheap ass piece of crap. But you know Star Trek from Vega. I know the the killer. Yeah, I think Rigel so. Effect. I think so. I think you're right. Because Ve- Vega is a perfectly fine star, but we didn't need a crap car named after uh, it. Well, whatever. Well, it's better Nova because you know uh, Nova means no go, right? Yeah, no go. That's why they didn't change the uh, Spanish. They didn't. Name. They didn't realize that. Anyway, I think this is a Type One A supernova and. Uh, 16. Well, it's Kepler's supernova. Yeah, Kepler's. Well, where's uh, how about the Crab Nebula? Wasn't wasn't that? Uh, well, that's obviously in Crab Cancer. Mm-hmm. When was that? I don't know. Wasn't that a nova too? When that date comes up, I'll tell you about it. All right. Sixteen. Oh, by the way, did you see the two neutron stars uh, that are? They, they or, saw gravity. Well, they, they saw the they gravitational uh, gravitational, gravitational wave. wave. Yeah, LIGO yeah. picked it up. Yeah, but these are two neutrons, and now they figure. Now that we were always taught. 
or I've read. Nobody taught me because, you know, college people are stupid. Uh, you don't learn anything in college. But uh, I always thought like uranium, gold, and all these heavier elements. Mm-hmm. Well, we thought that was from fused from the, uh, you know, from stars that blew up, right? New supernovae, right? Yeah. No, okay. they're saying this thing blew up and yielded platinum, gold. So they think a lot of these uh, heavier elements are from neutron star collisions. Interesting. So wrong again, physicists. Interesting. Yeah. So Read all, the article. All these, all these elements that we have that we really revere. I on, guess heavier than iron elements. On this planet, right. Heavier yeah. than iron, right? right? What we're made of, a lot of them. Uh, are, are from the- Neutron star collisions, Collisions. Apparently. So we're looking- I mean, when you got a piece of gold on your finger, Diamond. you're really looking at astronomical- Well, everything. Yeah, we're ancient all star I know that, but- Right. You're really looking at the byproduct of an, of an event that well, is pretty it's damn still, rare. Well, it's still stellar, though, because a neutron star is basically a star that blew up yes. and, and crushed itself. Yes. And because of electron degeneracy, we've talked about that, mm-hmm. where you know the electrons are in the orbitals around the, uh, the atom, the uh, nucleus. nucleus. Okay. Well, you squish all those together, the nuclon, neutron, excuse me, the electrons fuse with the neutrons. Yes. And you get all neutrons. Wait a minute, that's not right. Electrons fuse with the protons. Protons are positive, electrons are negative. negative. They fuse into neutrons, and all you got is neutrons. Yeah. Now, if, if there's thus enough- the, Thus the weight? A neutron star, which okay. like one teaspoon weighs like a billion tons. Oh, my God. But- uh, if, Imagine if someone that handed that to you and you, uh, yeah. and you didn't know. It's like when someone hands you a bag you don't know that's yeah, yeah. really heavy. Here, hold this for a second. <laughs> Pull my finger. You end and up going it, it through turns a black out hole. supernova. <laughs> now that'd be cool. That'd be a great superhero. <laughs> that that is. That is a good anyway, if, if it's the star is even bigger though, more massive, and there's electron, it's a, a, big enough to overcome electron degeneracy. You get a black hole. Yeah, which is we know that too. Sixteen sixty, the nine regicides, Armand. Yeah, well, yeah, well, well, the men who signed the death warrant for old King Charles the first uh, paid on, the price on this day. They're hung, hanged. They're hanged. They may have been hung. We don't know. Armand, you look into that. I'm hung. Uh, They're hanged. They're hanged. Then they're drawn. And then they're quartered. I got a nice note uh, from that gal the other night. Yes. She was very, very very happy, very satisfied with me, my performance. Okay, great. great. The audience was on tinterhooks (laughs) just just wanting to know. I was wondering. I was in fine form. I mean, but so in keeping with your theme of, of torture today, hanged, then drawn, then quartered. Just for effect. Well, as long as then what they do? That's burn not them? that bad in that order. D- d- well, I would. No. I'd rather be hanged first. I got to tell right. you that. I don't want to be quartered or drawn. Or drawn's first. the worst. I, I, I think I'd rather be quartered than drawn. Anyway. Oh, by the way, yeah. The, the, the Inquisition, of course, did auto de fe. Auto. Yeah. Uh, de- pay for your punishment or whatever. Oh God! You had to and tip their torturer. Well. You, they burned you at the stake. These people actually burned you at the stake. Oh, God. Oh, that's auto defe. Uh, 1771, uh, Wolfgang Amadeus. What did he do? Well, he's 15 years old at this time, and he premieres his Ascinio in Alba. His, Why is that? His uh, opera. I've never even heard of that one. Yeah, well, it's his first. He's no, 15. No, it isn't. He premieres it. Bullshit. That was not his first it's opera. It's the first time Ascinio in Alba is. Okay, is... but that's not his first oh, opera. Oh, no, no. Okay. What was his, his first, first opera? one was like uh, when he was like six. It was uh, the start of two Bs. Uh, is that really an opera? Well, I'll tell you what the name is. I, I don't have, on, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? All you have to do is remember because they give you the. You sure. Know, yeah, right? they so give you that's the why I memorized okay. it. Okay. But it's something, Baba and something. Listen, I'll give it to you. But that is not it. I know that's wrong. It's a full opera. Yeah. Or, or is it like, like seven? Or, or is it like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, no, where it's no. just a nice little no full opera? So I don't know what the significance of this is. No, it's he's 15 years old and got an opera out there. Let's give him some credit, huh? Well, I know, but he's already he, like I said, he's already done one earlier. Seriously, is he the is he the genius of genius of music? Uh, there were a lot of them. I know, but still, he's come on, not my favorite. I like I like him. Okay, good. 1777 and 1781. Revolutionary War, same date, October the 17th. What about it? The British General John Burgoyne surrenders at Saratoga. Oh, yeah. Cornwallis, four years later, surrenders at Yorktown. Well, it's a bad day. How for the, the war Army. changed in four years. Unbelievable. It really is when you stop to think about it, Armand. I mean, my goodness. Hmm. Could you get away with that today? I mean, 
Well, I thought, okay, oh, okay, okay, wait a minute. Now, I thought it was Bastien and Bastien. Okay, that was the one I thought, but that's apparently not even right. Die Schuldigkeit, Schuldigkeit des ersten Geburts, which means, translates, the obligation of the first and foremost commandment. Ah. 1767. Well, shit, he was born in what, 1756? So he would have been 11. Okay. And then we got Apollo et, Apollo e Hyacinthus. Apollo and Hyacinth. Mm-hmm. That was in 1767. So, but I always thought it was Bastien and Bastien. So I got to look that up. I got a great event for you next. But those are Mozart operas. Okay. 1814, I take you to London, England. Oh, yeah. I take you to High. What's so great about this? I this take is, you to this Tottenham. Is tragedy, man. I take you to Tottenham Court Road. But if you got to die, this is a way to go. No, no. I'd rather die in the molasses disaster in Pennsylvania. Remember well, that's that? That's pretty that good, killed. too. How many people that killed? That's pretty that good, was too. That better. But if, I mean, if you got to go, you know, and they're going to sing songs about you after you're gone, this is not a bad way. Tottenham Court Road, London. Okay. Uh, a, amplify. 135,000 gallons of uh, beer in a vat. It ruptures, causing other vats in the same building to go through the domino effect. Over 323 gallons of beer. 323,000. gallons hit the streets of London, killing eight people. Yeah. And it was a Mew and Company your brewery but here i want to hear the great molasses flood yes got that beat but not on october 17th no, it, I know, it killed still, more people i like this one january 15 1919 boston i thought it was in pennsylvania for some reason oh. molasses storage tank burst okay i gotta say though killing 21 and injuring 150. how slow were these people well, i don't know but you're not people get caught in lava flows too that doesn't flow that's because that they're jerking around the lava flow that's well, why still flow it, it blew uh, up uh, though. okay now blowing up is one thing but if molasses just started seeping out and you couldn't get out of the way that's yeah, on you well you're not exactly streamlined i don't think you could get out of the way yeah of i could ketchup factory yeah i could Vin- 57. vince coleman 1985 he got ran over by a tarp that, dumb shit. that yeah, was going would- all of a quarter of a mile an hour yeah but that's because he was playing stupid have you seen he was jumping trying I'm to jump saying. over and he's being an that's idiot that's what i'm saying because they've never released the tape of that by the way i remember that yeah i remember because you know that's on tape oh is it because there's be. security there's security cameras that- have been fined for that that was dumb dumbass. although it didn't cost i gotta tell you it didn't cost him the world series because well, Tito help. Landrum filled in for him, and Tito Landrum was seconds away from being named World Series MVP until the Dickinger call. Yeah. I just watched uh, Jack Clark hit that home run. Off I saw that theory. yesterday, too. Somebody put it on Facebook. Woo! Yeah, I, I still I get chills. When I, I like see, Jack Clark. Oh, he was a man. God bless when he hit the ball. It sounded like a rocket Crunch. going off. So back to the beer flood. Yeah. Uh, All right, well. 323 well, gallons. Here again, in English history, you should know this. But you cannot, you can't, you may not be able to outrun 323 Who gallons cares? of beer. If you can't outrun molasses, that's not the point. I think it is. What what famous Englishman Falstaff? No. Was drowned in a in a butt of Malmsey. Oh shit. Um I don't know. The Duke of Clarence. The Duke of Clarence. Damn Remember it. that? Yes. Richard III, as portrayed by yes. Vincent Price and Basil Rathbone. Remember they had the battle of the duel with Malmsey? And <laughs> Boris Karloff put him in the Consult Tower of London, 1939. Great movie. Now, one of the reasons eight people died is three of uh, three of them were toddlers. What the hell are they doing in a beer? Mm-hmm. Man, do they have their IDs? I don't think so. I thought you had to be 21 to die in a beer disaster. No, not in England. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, more like, I don't know, I don't know what the drinking age is over there today. I don't know if they have one, do they? I think they do. I think they do. Might be 18. If... Hell, you can be president of Austria at 31. Yeah. You want to be able to drink. Yeah, that's true. 1860, the Open Championship is played for the first time. If you don't know what the Open Championship is, it's referred to in these environs as the British Open mm-hmm. at the Royal and Ancient. What is this, badminton? What is it? It's golf. Oh, all that. I think, which is a detestable sport. It's one of you the do? only. I don't like it. What's the matter with golf? If you, I, I side with George Carlin. You hit a ball that far, you're lucky enough to find it, pick it up, put it in your pocket, go home. Oh. <laughs> Very. 
Carlin was very right. droll. Carlin was absolutely right. Carlin no, because when I, when I worked in radio and media, you couldn't get anything done listen, because if, everyone was always golfing. Listen, if somebody told me, said you can be an athlete, any athlete you want. Oh, choose golf. I'd be a golfer. Yeah, yeah. you can play for God, 40, 50 yeah. years. Play forever. That's the beauty Chicks of it. Chicks love you. I don't, want, I don't care to watch it, though. You know, I heard that Mickelson's a dick. I, it's, I, I've heard that many times hey, from but give him a break, that rheumatoid people arthritis. very close to the source. Yeah. Jack off. Yeah. A real his caddy is too. Jack off. His caddy's caddy. 1888, Edison files the patent for the optical phonograph. I wonder who he stole that from. The first movie. Okay, we'll give him the break. Yeah. 1907, Marconi. Well, okay. He begins the first commercial transatlantic wireless service between Nova Scotia and Clifton, Ireland. Now, is this where you uh, express your. How 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 you marvel at them laying a cable across the ocean? They said wireless. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. So anytime I'm, it comes up, I'm good with either this. you bring up Sasquatch or your wonderment. Yeah. At, uh, no, I'm good with this. Laying cable across this is, the ocean. This is wireless. All right, we dispense. We've been with doing the cable. this show too long. 1931, Al Capone convicted on income tax evasion. Well, this is not the first time he went to jail. No, it's way. not. He did not. Have you ever seen his cell? The first time he did. Oh, I think they got him on a weapons charge. Well, they have Windsor, Windsor oh, chairs man. and a couch oh, in there. Oh, boy, that was beautiful. <laughs> God, we that should was, all be so lucky. I'm huh? kidding. That was really nice. So anyway, he figures it's going to be soft on this one. First, now, is this the Philadelphia time where he's jailed in Philadelphia? I don't know about that one. I think that was early on in his career. Right? Oh, okay. This okay. is like, I don't know, 28, 29. There's a weapons, just some phony weapons yeah. charge. Yeah. Anyway, th- but this one, yeah, he thought he was going to get off. He, he pleaded guilty at first, and then it's like, well, the judge isn't going to you know, give him a break. So then he went to trial, and he lost. And um, he did 11 years. Well, he did seven and a half, I think. He was sentenced to 11 years. He did the first f- year or two in Atlanta, and then they moved him out because in Atlanta he was getting that same treatment because you know, all the guards were on the take and everything. You know? yeah. So then they moved him to Alcatraz. And it wasn't so much fun then. Uh, apparently got beat up. I don't know if you watched the movie Capone with uh, Rod Steiger played him. Remember? He got beat up in Alcatraz. Yeah, so, I don't know if that's true, but it doesn't seem like a good move by an inmate. Yeah, but he was kind of through by that time. You know, he was. He was yeah, kind but of you see, he still got out and lived down in uh, yeah. Florida. Well, yeah, with the... syphilis, and he was. Oh, I know, but still ravaged. But uh, anyway, they couldn't. Big I mean, Al- Alphonse, you, you couldn't get a real charge on this guy. I know. Well, no, they couldn't. That's why this income Amazing. tax evasion. But that's the problem with this. You know, they're going to, the income taxes, that's how they got a lot of guys. Yeah, it's true. It's true. When the whole system's corrupt, sure. how do you go they, above the system. Yeah, they don't, they don't, nobody gets it in the mafia. How come they never shot them? Well, they tried. Oh, believe me. The they, feds? Oh, no, the feds the tried fed, to shoot them? They didn't them? need to. Bugs Moran, uh, oh, Jaime yeah, Weiss. Yeah. Others. They, they, they unloaded, I don't know how many hundred rounds into the, uh, where he, where he stay? He was, was in the Cicero. Lin- the Linux? The Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yeah, the That's Hawthorne it. and Cicero. They unloaded on that place. But that was the end of Jaime Weiss, too. 1933, this is the date that Einstein flees Nazi Germany. Comes to the United States. He F- left F- early. I'm surprised FDR let him in. Is FDR? Yeah, he is president. Yeah. He's been in office for about what eight months at this point. Yeah, he's but he's done irreparable damage already. 1941. Uh, this is the day that the first German sub, the U-boat, fires at an American ship. Well, yeah, we're we're basically convoying British. Yeah, or uh, I'm surprised it took him this long. Yeah, we got we've got uh, destroyers. Now, granted, we're not guarding in the, British the, convoys. We're not in the war yet. Oh no! Well, on October yeah. 17th, FDR's 1941, it. but it's coming. Yeah, we're less than two months from Pearl Harbor. We're technically at war. Lend-lease is war. When you start providing, I'm one surprised of the- they didn't fire a shot in 1940, a whole year earlier. That amount of traffic going across. Come well, anybody on. says that FDR didn't want to get in this war. He couldn't wait to get in this war. Oh, don't think anyone's arguing with you. Don't well, get don't defensive. Ni- well, you're not, huh? No. 1943. Well, how do you want to argue he's a piece of shit? How about that? Vinegar Joe Stillwell. Well, the Burma yeah. Railway is completed. The Burma-Thailand Railway. There's lots of great books on this to read. The Burma Road well, being one of them. Bridge on the River Kwai. Bridge on That's the River Kwai. The on. great David Lean picture. Alec Guinness. Yeah, Colonel Nicholson. Years before Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah, this, well, his one he won. What's the, the best Award. Alec Guinness role? Probably. Was probably it this won the Academy Award? Uh, I like Kind Hearts and Cornets, where he played like nine different people. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. I've never seen that. And the Man in the White Suit's really good too. Okay. 
There was a pub. Remember that one? He, he made this No, suit. I don't. See, he I made don't. this suit that was- I'm not very good. Like, there's the Lady Killers- Ealing comedies. Ealing. And something, something with Lavender. I've seen Lavender those. Hill Gang. That's it. Lavender. I've seen no, those. No, Lavender Hill Mob. I Lavender Hill Mob? Uh, Lavender Hill Mob, yeah. So there was this pub in England, and I don't know where it was, but if you would bring in a stub uh, from an Alec Guinness movie, you got one free pint. I don't know if they still do that, because, of course, I don't know who's showing. I don't know if they even know who he is anymore. No, they do. Sure they do. Those old pub keeps, absolutely they do. Anyway, the the man in the white suit, he invents this fiber that uh, doesn't stain and doesn't tear. Mm -hmm. And he's Mm -hmm. hailed as this great genius. Yeah, except he put the textiles people out of business. Yeah, then they go, uh-oh, this isn't so good. This ain't so good. But then the thing glows in the dark, which is kind of cool. Anyways, it was a funny movie. All right. Halfway through the events, folks, let's see who was born on this date. I don't know this guy. I don't know who the first one is. Why you included this dude? Well, I thought it was the president, but he's not. No, no. So I skip him. Yeah. Who do you have to start off with? I got 1912, the birth date of Pope John Paul the first. Oh, yeah. Who well, would, of course, be right. only in, only in the yeah. Vatican. Uh, How'd they kill him? Was it poison? Tea? I think poison is the is the conspiracy theory. Uh, well, you missed our show Friday. Heaven, heaven forbid the man just died. Killed you know. Claudius with a poison enema. Yeah, yeah that's quite his, a way to go. His doctor did it. Yeah. Did you really? Did he? Claudius really need an enema? Was it? Well, yeah, he was poisoned, but he was sick, and it's like bring in the doctor. Well, the doctor was paid off by his wife uh, too. So yeah, let's give him an enema. Got it. With poison. All right. 1914. Should have himself. I think this guy is an unsung hero in American pop culture. Who's the, the other guy? Siegel and who's the other guy? Schuster. Oh, these are, these are Superman guys, yeah. right? Well, Jerry Siegel was born on this date in 1914. He's the other guy. And uh, he is the man. Action Comics 1. Who came up with Superman. Now, the Superman mythology is is as old as time can be, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but he even talked about it. Yeah. Man yeah. and Superman. Uh, I mean, and there's Jewish superhero. You know, it goes. this oh, goes right. back eons and eons. Conversos. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring it up to the Inquisition. No, I, I wouldn't either. But you know, here's the thing: Superman is essentially from Cleveland, Ohio. He That's is? where Siegel's from. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But pa- remember, oh, wait, this is Friday too. I, I get quiz, Derek. Where's Popeye from? Oh, jeez. You ought to know this. I should. Chester, Illinois. I've seen the statue. Yeah. Yeah. I've been right. down there. I've seen the birthday, statue. Seeger's birthday. I forget. They have a statue of Popeye in Chester. Well, see, you miss shows, and that's yeah. what happens. You well, remain ignorant. Sometimes I got to work. Um, Jeez. Yeah, but how about Sh- uh, Siegel and Schuster, and it's S-H-U-S-T-R right. for, for Schuster. Okay. Um, you know, they come out with Superman, and it just, I'm, it's huge. Yeah. It changes American pop culture I think instantly. What's his real name? Is it which one's Jarl? His father? What his real name? Superman's yeah. real name? Kalel. 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 So the father's Jarl, mm-hmm. or Marlon Brando, which he gets yes. like three million dollars for eight minutes. Good God. Um, what work? And he wanted to do the sequel too. Give me another three. Whatever. Yeah. Like, give me another. Fuck you. You're out. Um, let's see. What are those? He's born on Krypton, right? That was, you know. Oh, he's certainly born. And he on lived Krypton. in small town at our Smallville. 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 Well, this, these are all TV shows now, so this is nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it's Kal-El, spelled K-A-L dash E-L. Father Jor L. Jor L. J O R dash E-L. Jor L. I could have been a contender. Could have been. Wouldn't Brando have been a better Luther? Uh, I don't. Gene Hackman wasn't bad. Yeah, but the, that first Superman movie was, was 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 had a real comic undertone to yeah, it. I liked it. It was campy, and it, I, I thought it hit the right I like notes. Valerie Perrine. Oh my God, Miss Tessmacher. She was good in Lenny. Miss Tessmacher. Oh boy, she North Miss Tessmacher. Yeah, I pointed north. As a matter of fact, there's a. I think that I think that was heavily edited because there were some scenes in there where she's in that water on oh. the underground subway deal. Whew. Who was the other? Margot Kidder, I guess, right? Yeah, she was rather, good as Lois. She was fine. Perrine. I mean, the, the Jackie problem. Cooper was uh, yeah, the, the, was Perry. Yeah, the editor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the great Ned, the great Ned. Oh, Ned Beatty. Ned yeah. Beatty as yeah. Otis. Yeah, Otisburg. Yeah, Otisburg. Squeal like a pig, boy. Well, not no, not that. You ain't no fun, boy. That guy still has nightmares. That's only like he said. I'll do only one. Here's take. the thing. There's that's a that's like 
only four to five years after deliverance, Ned Beatty is playing yeah. Otis and Superman. Not only that, he played the the, the owner in network. He, play, he yes. played the owner of the station. He must have made a pack. I'll do this one scene. Oh, yeah. He, but you're going to give me some damn roles after this. I told you I know the guy that did it, that raped him. Oh, Bill McKinney is a good guy. Unbelievable. Nicest guy you ever meet. <laughs> I think I missed one here. 1919 RCA Incorporated as the Radio Who Corporation cares? of America. Yeah, yeah, 1929 crashed. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, right. but there is the – what's the dog's name? Superman's dog? No, no, RCA. Oh, I always forget this. Superman's dog's crypto, right? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, RCA, the dog's Nipper. Nipper. His master's little, voice. Little Nipper. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Jerry Siegel, which in you my You ever heard that limerick? Little Jack Tripper, naughty little yeah, Nipper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, took broken glass, stuffed it up his ass, and circumcised the skipper. <laughs> a little limerick for That's you. good. Yeah, you like that? See, I think Siegel <laughs> is a bigger influence on American culture than this next guy. Born in 1915, Arthur Miller. Now, I know he did Death of a Salesman. Well, that's a sad commentary on what, our What's had the bigger effect, Armand? Superman or some uh, or some Broadway yeah, plays? If you're banging Marilyn Monroe, you're... You- uh, but that doesn't, that doesn't affect... I can't enjoy that. I can enjoy Superman. I can enjoy fantasizing about it. Well, yeah, but I don't need Arthur Miller to help me. Well, listen, if he can do it, the fantasy is if this well, dumb, this, ugly this egghead can do it, egghead maybe can, I can get laid. Well, I understand yeah, maybe that. I can marry somebody like that. But in my so, mind, aspire. See, my mind, you'll never be Superman, but you might be able to, you know, bang somebody who looks like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. In my case, Pamela Anderson, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think Jerry Siegel, underappreciated, man. Now, this next one is not underappreciated. Well, Arthur, I got a couple things about oh, Arthur, Arthur Miller. Miller. Yes, Death of he, a Salesman and Willie well, Loman. That was one he won his Pulitzer Prize for. Okay. His first play, which I didn't know. I looked this up. Did he do The Crucible? Yeah, that okay. was 53. Um, what else did he do that I would know? I know the Crucible, and I know all Death my of the Sons. But uh, his first I've never play seen was that. The man who had all the luck. I've never seen. It, it was a big. Blo- apparently, it was a big flop. Okay. His last one was finishing the picture about Marilyn again. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, did you know who introduced him to Marilyn Monroe? Joe. Elia Kazan. He's everywhere. Yeah. Now this is this. You're not going to like him much. Apparently, Arthur Miller did a Kennedy on us. Had a son with his third wife that had Down syndrome. Yeah. Institutionalized a kid like never really Wait, claimed. Wait, rephrase how you said that, please. Down syndrome. Yes. No, 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 no. That part's. His wife had, a, his third wife had a you kid. You said he had a son with his third wife who had Down syndrome. Right. Who the had son, Down syndrome? His son had Down syndrome. Okay. By his Because that really wife. sounded bad the way that no, came out. The son like, by I'm, his third wife. And he institutionalized yeah, a Down syndrome child? Like, yeah, never like. Uh, that's reprehensible. Clint, yeah. Jesus, been. that's reprehensible. Yeah, so. Are you kidding? And it's not like this is 1850. This is 1966, in the- I think. Come on. Well, sorry. I I don't. Sorry, I've besmirched his sterling Screw reputation him. in your Move eyes. Move on. All right. Rita Hayworth, 1918. Woo. Uh, Rita Hayworth. Uh, Tell me the story yeah, about names. the picture, though. I mean, the picture. What picture? Uh, the famous Hayworth picture. Oh, Gilda. Because you know she, you know, the light catches her just right. The shadowing on that thing. Oh, I mean, the, well, it you is, mean the World War One picture yeah, then? Uh, uh, World War Two picture, picture of uh, her pinup. The pinup. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. She's a beautiful woman. You know, they they did all kinds of electrolysis on her, on her eyebrows and stuff, to make her look quote less Mexican. Yeah, because she's half Can- Latina. Cancella. I don't know. I mean, or she's I think she's old. Oh, okay. By the way, she was Fred Astaire's favorite dance partner, apparently. She could move. She had talent. Oh, she's a great dancer. Gilda Orson, was the big, you know. You know Orson Welles certainly dress. thought she had talent. I think Corporal Klinger wears that dress, too, in one of the MASH episodes, <laughs> based on the Gilda dress. Oh, I don't God. think Jamie Farr looked as good. Those legs. But that she died a pretty bad. She's Alzheimer's. She was she was out of her it's mind at the end. But, uh, yeah, hell of a hell of I mean, beautiful I, see, woman. For I think... Monroe is almost unattainable beauty for women because you're either born looking like that or you're not. Yeah. Hayworth, though. Well, she was. I think she had a prettier face. I do, too. See, I do, too. I think Hayworth set a standard for what American women aspired to look like. I don't think anyone because, okay, how many people in the 50s and 60s did you did you see just go platinum blonde hair? Yeah, but that wasn't it. It was her body. I know. Marilyn, she was buxom. Rita right. Hayworth was built like a dancer. Right. Well, who the hell wants a dancer? Well, yeah, but you, it's easier to have a dancer's body than be born with those natural. Well, maybe. 
Well, that's what made Meryl. That's what, he, in fact, she even said when Edith Head was doing the costume yeah. for Some Like It Hot. Yeah. She commented on, like, uh, you know, Tony Curtis's ass because he's making a dress for her. She's making a dress for him, too. She had twice the ass Tony Curtis no, did. Tony Curtis's ass was just as shapely. He says, yeah, well, he doesn't have these. And she showed up pull out her tits. <laughs> yeah. So Marilyn knew what she had. Yeah. That's exactly oh, what she God. said. Oh, God. 1920, Montgomery Clift born. Great actor. It's not his real first name, by the way. I think it's Alan. That's a trivia question. Uh, yeah, he was one of our LGBT friends. Yes, he was. He, he, uh, yeah. How many people do you think knew that? Everybody in Hollywood. Well, as many people as knew Harvey Weinstein. Well, it's pervert. True. No, which apparently is everybody. Yeah, everybody. But anyway, you know, uh, Liz Taylor saved his life. I think I've told you that. Yes, story. you have. He wrapped his car around a tree while they were making Ra- Rain Tree County, and she uh, dug in there and pulled the teeth out of his throat, which is, man, that's pretty tough. Tough gal. Um, and, and of course, the first his first movie was Red River, right? Damn fine. What a what a way to start your career, well, Red I remember, River. I remember when he walked on the set. John was that John Ford and no, Henry uh, or Howard, Howard Hawks. Hawks and John, and John Wayne. A couple yeah. of and John Hawks looked at John Wayne. And goes, "What do you think of me?" He goes, "Kind of a pussy, ain't he?" Look at how this guy started his career. Well, he's on Broadway. Red River, The Heiress, and A Place in the Sun. Yeah, forty eight, forty nine, fifty one. Yeah, he was like the. Answer. I confess, nineteen fifty-two. He was like the answer to Brando. You know, From here to guy. eternity, nineteen fifty-three. <laughs> yeah, Burt Lancaster was like afraid of him. God, dang. Yeah, born William Brooks Clift. What? That's his dad, isn't it? His father. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's not. I think it was Alan Montgomery Clift. Man, I'm looking for that. Edward Montgomery. Edward, damn it. <coughs> Edward I remember Montgomery. that, uh, Monsieur Comblo? Call me <laughs> Montgomery. Is that your name? No, I'm just breaking it in for a friend. Night of Casablanca. Anyway, uh, Cliff, very, you know, he was a, he was an alcohol and a drug, chloral hydrate addict, I think, is what he was addicted to. Uh, and uh, tragic life. In fact, Marilyn even said, to quote Marilyn Monroe again, he's the only person I know who's worse off than I am. Mm. That's saying something. You know, they made the Misfits together, which was her last movie, Gable's last movie. He was dead within four or five years. Um, yeah, he was a mess. Uh, tortured soul. Yeah, a lot of it, I guess, supposedly from never coming to grips with being homosexual. Well, probably and living in that era. Yes. Plus, he's drop dead. Well, he was. He, he's yeah. an, he's he was a, a good-looking guy. He's an he, icon of American masculinity until he busted his face up. Yeah. So. They had to do a lot of reconstructive surgery on his face. 1924, Don Coriel, the great American football coach, is born. Founder of Air Coriel, the modern passing game the that is still Cardinals. in existence in the NFL. Yes, the Cardiac Cardinals of St. Louis, the Air Coriel of the San Cardinals Diego. and the San Diego Chargers. Right. Uh, still the best game ever is that one with Miami. Oh, the best playoff game I've ever Hook seen. Hook and lateral. Remember that? The yeah. hook and ladder. Uh, uh, and uh, Kellen Winslow's performance in that game, which San Diego, you know, hangs on for an incredible win. Uh, the Dolphins. Oh, some game, man. Uh, if you've never seen I want to say it's 1981. 81 or 82. Because um, yeah. it, it sets yeah. up uh, San Diego goes to play Cincinnati the next week in the AFC Championship, and they go to Cincinnati, and it's like five below zero. Yeah. Well, Miami probably would have the same problem. Yeah, either team was walking into a freezer in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's a it's a remarkable playoff game. That's still a incredible performance. Warm weather team has ever won a playoff game in in like a cold Uh, weather. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That used to be the used to be a thing. Yeah, definitely used to be. Never went in cold. Dallas at Green Bay Ice Bowl. You know those. Although Dallas did win up in Minnesota on a hail mary in a. Is that the Staubach game? Yeah, I think that's the Staubach game. That was the Hall. That was the Hail Mary. But was that indoors? Nope. Nope. They were they were still at the Met back in those days. I know. I liked the Vikings back then. Was that a play? That was a playoff. It was a playoff game. Divisional playoff game. Well, maybe it's like a championship game or something. Because that was, yeah. Because I just threw the ball and said Hail Mary. Yeah. Is it Drew Pearson? Drew Pearson catches it in the corner uh, of uh, the field and steps into the end zone. I believe. Yep. I think that. But yeah, that happens at the Met. They don't move into that Metrodome until early '80s. Yeah, I don't watch it anymore. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, here we go. 1930. Robert Atkins. I've tried the diet. It works. You'll go insane, but what, it works. Is that what he's on? Uh, something similar. He's lost a lot of weight. He has. He's lost uh, 53 pounds. Jeez. The host of Surreal Talk has. If you don't believe me, uh, 
listen to surrealtalk.com and they'll tell you about conspiracy theories and diets. Oh. Well, yeah, you can I'm, see him I'm, on you can see him on uh, you know, they have a cat webcam. Yeah, they whatever, do. So. They do. Uh 1938, um if you grew up in the 70s, this really epitomized the 70s. But he was born in 1938, Evil Knievel. What's his real name? Evil Knievel. No, no. It's like, no, his real name is Knievel. I'm not kidding. I know kidding. that, but like Randy or – because that was a million-dollar question, I think, or something. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Let me look up. They want his real name. Robert Craig Robert? went by Bob, Bob okay. Knievel. I know it starts with an R. And it, yeah, the last name is is Knievel. Yeah, Robert Knievel. K-N. Uh, Doesn't his son carry on this? You know, I've met, Ro- I've re- I met Robbie a bunch of times. Yeah, Robbie Knievel. Wonderful guy, and he carried it on for as long as he could. But, yeah, but here's the thing. Wears out. Today, if you go to like a uh, – one of those supercross events with the motorcycles at the dome. Yeah. You will see a jump that Evil Knievel did once. You'll see it 50 times a night. Oh, yeah. Because when the guys go to the freestyle, the stuff they do is what everyone in the 70s went crazy for. If someone did it once, they do it. It's just routine. So insanity is spread here. It's amazing what yeah. they can do. But my, I remember watching he jumped the sharks. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. The Fonz did. I don't remember. Yeah, he did. But he jumped the shark tank, I believe, in Chicago at Shed's Aquarium or something. I I don't remember the Caesar's Palace jump where he broke everything. Yeah. I think I'm too young for that. (coughs) I do remember Snake River thing. Watching the wide world of sports jumping at Wembley over the double decker buses. I do remember a jump at the Astrodome over Greyhound buses. I just remember Snake River. And then River. Snake River. Yeah. Which, I'm going to make it or die. Well, he didn't make it, and he and didn't, he didn't die. die. So we were, that was the end of him. We were all let down. Yeah, everybody kind of. He sold a lot of toys in the 70s, yeah, though. I think, I think I might have had something. And he caused a lot of ER visits throughout suburbia and rural America in the 1970s. Well, now, of course, do not attempt this at home. You know. Oh, Armand, we would set up a ramp every day, get out logs, jump logs, and then in the fall— we would pile up all the leaves, put the ramp in front of the leaves, set the leaves on fire, and jump that. Yeah, and some of the older kids could really get air. They, Look at this guy. They jump. They, I mean, seriously, Armand. Some of the older kids who could really, you know, they'd get those. Be- they'd fly twenty feet through the air. All right, Man, give your disclaimer. Don't, don't try it at home. Yeah, don't do this, kids. But su- I never, I never now. once hurt myself. I do remember a friend going over the top of the handlebars though when he came down once on the front tire. And we never did any of that. Why not? Because we were a bit too busy uh, driving around. And I remember uh, oh, Halloween. You're, you're Halloween, older. we'd grab the kids' bags of candy yeah. and piss in them. Yeah, you're older and meaner. <laughs> that was fun. Michael McKean, born in 1947. I love this guy. You don't know who he is, do no. you? Nope. Never seen Spinal Tap. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. I know you're talking about Oh, he's okay. He's okay. I never thought that was such a funny movie. Oh, personally. It was okay. That's me hitting the microphone. It's not exactly duck soup. You have to be a rock and roll. First of all, it's not No, you don't. You have to have... Yes, it is. It is. I mean, you know... Anybody can like it. It's amusing. It's not... Here, let me run through the next three, because you'll have no clue who these guys are. George Wendt is. 1948, George Wendt, Norm from Cheers. 1962, Mike Judge of uh, many TV shows, fame, mostly yeah. cartoons. And 1963, Norm MacDonald, who to me was one of the underappreciated uh, weekend update anchors on SNL. Yeah, but he was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. It's pretty stupid. Not a bright, not a bright guy. This. But anyway, yeah, I guess he's okay. I dig MacDonald's sense of humor a lot. Okay. All right, back to the events. Queen Elizabeth in 1956 opens up the first commercial nuclear power station. How do you think that went? It went fine. No, no, with the queen, though. Well, I dubbed thee. Yeah, well, <laughs> and she's still alive, so. Uh, so it worked. Yeah. yeah. So Don't the see, radiation didn't kill her. Maybe this is why she's still alive. It probably is. She's probably got Spider-Man powers, too. It, it turned her into walls. a superhero. She's actually the super queen. Yeah, my S- Siegel and Schuster. 1956, same date as Queen Elizabeth opening up a, more important. a power plant. Donald Byrne, Bobby Fischer get together to play the game of the century in chess. Well, there have been several of these. I know. But this, is, this was a pretty damn good game. But you got to tell me what this is. What? So Fischer wins the game over, yeah. over Byrne and earns this brilliancy, brilliancy prize. prize. Yeah, every, what is a brilliancy prize? I don't know prize? if they still do it even. But yeah, the, the, it used to be in tournaments. You get a brilliancy prize for having the best game. And this game, of course, he won. He's only 13. 
and uh, he sacrifices his queen, and it was just amazing, you know. Yeah, the, the most brilliant. Was comment. it a new gambit or something? No, or? no, he just very aggressive play. No, I guess I think Burn. I think it was they played the Grunfeld defense. I believe uh, Fisher was black. Okay, so and, he uh, went second. Yeah, all right. Played the Grunfeld, which was his favorite against you know pawn uh, D four. Is this after the point where he said one day I woke up and I was really good? No, no. This is the point where he said How, I just made the best moves I could and I just got lucky. Okay, all right. Fisher's still being honest. He's yeah. still got most of his. Well, he's only thirteen. This is yeah. before he dropped. You know. Well, really this is before play. things really get. Yeah. Yeah. Off off the this rails. Before he went all Caligula on us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But man, yeah. What? what and blah, blah. The guy was a genius, no doubt. But no, he's playing. He's playing like fourteen hours a day at the Manhattan Chess Club too. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, bound to warp yeah. your brain at he's some point. A little better. Uh, 1965, uh, this is the date that the World's Fair for New York closes. Two-year run, 51 million people visited. My dad went to it. Yeah. And that, if my dad went to something, it had to be a big event. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I, the the theme, did you get this? I, I, I The theme of the World's Fair was what? Peace through understanding. Yeah, okay. What a stupid platitude. As, as America goes off into Vietnam at the exact same moment. Peace through understanding. Who comes up with these stupid things? PR firms. Yeah. 1973. Peace through understanding yeah. what peace is and not oh. misunderstanding war. <laughs> what the fuck? Stupid. OPEC decides that uh, they're going to issue a little oil embargo against yeah. any Western country. I, nah, you were too young, but I remember these. I remember the lines. Do you? Yeah, I, I, I'm I, waiting I, in line I, for I don't. Gas. I don't. Uh, this is 73. Yeah, 73. Yep. OPEC. Um, so anybody that uh, was considered to have helped Israel in the war against Egypt and Syria. Which uh, Israel won. They got an embargo. Yeah. And what does America get? We lose the muscle car. That's Thanks. true. That was the beginning and the end of that. Yeah. I remember Thanks my first car. for nothing, OPEC. But, uh, yeah, but any, yeah, but look what happened. Old, good old-fashioned American ingenuity. Yeah. Produced a bunch of shit cars and the Japanese no, no, came that. in. I'm and, talking about fragging and, you know, oh, well, horizontal drilling yeah, and all that that's stuff. Different. Do you remember all those idiots we're talking about? Uh, uh, oil is peak oil and all that shit. We're going to run out in 20 years. Mm-hmm. More nonsense. Oh, by did you hear the Pope again? Uh, no, I didn't. And I don't want to hear it from God. you. The cause of all our wars is, uh, you know, uh, the, no, the cause of all our problems is climate change and uh, war. 1979, Mother Dummy. Teresa awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Not, yeah, what, who's somebody's got a hard on against her? Is it you? I'm not. Somebody thinks that she's not such a great I'm woman. I'm not particularly. You. Okay, so that's another one of your bet noir, huh? Uh, Sasquatch. You need to look into this for yourself. Okay, you do. So it's you because Ocho Man claims she's Armenian. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, so she's above reproach. Well, so what's your problem? She didn't do anything to end poverty. She just aided poverty. Can you explain that? She didn't do anything to help fight poverty. Right. She just aided the impoverished. Okay, well, that's, that's kind of what that, the New Deal did, right? I, I that's that's kind of what welfare does. That's that's a great definition. There, there's of welfare. a part of Christianity that I, you know, that you know, it, 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 it's. Uh, but what's she supposed to do? How do you end poverty? I, I, well, I. That that's not really my question, but it, it's this part of Christianity, Armand, that you know, it, where it's it's great to suffer in poverty. Well, I think I don't think it's that. I think it's uh, no, it's uh, you suffer in this life. The next I, life, I get it, but there's suffering, and then there's agree with that. These they, these come on, these people are are living in a version of Earth's hell, and yeah, she's she's administering to them. That part's great, but I think it's incumbent upon us to. In this type of suffering, whenever possible. Yeah. How do we do that? I don't. Free market capitalism. I, I that's how. Yeah. Real easy. Let's move to the next one, which is going to get your blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 1979. Care. This is the date that the Department of Education oh, Organization Act. This is worse than the uh, Inquisition Day. Is signed into law. Two tragedies. It creates the U.S. Department of oh. uh, Education and the U.S. Department of Health and Shh. Human Services. Oh, man. I didn't even read that part. I, now here's the I thing. Grew up at for every yeah, I'll go when, ahead. When when everyone you know goes, oh man, they're the Department of Education. We can't get what is he doing? Who Tarsi spinning around? Who knows? Don't that, that boy is deranged. He, he's wired different. LMG Studios short circuited has some characters. Snuggles, <laughs> Snuggles Tarsi is one of them. Um, yeah, like you said, 
America got to 1979 without the Department of Education. That's correct. Yeah, very well. I think that's almost— And Health and Human Services, too. You know, I don't know if you need to argue past that simple point. Well, the question, the the point would be, you could argue that if after this we had this sea change and our students did so much better, but every uh, every fact contradicts that. We, our students are terrible. I have a family. Like thirty seventh. I have in, a family math, full of teachers. Twenty fifth in science. Okay, I have a family full of teachers. Yeah. Number one thing they will tell you is in the districts they taught in, they watched the quality of the incoming student go down each year. Well, they're, I think they're social. I mean, I think and that's a, a socioeconomic thing. Right. It's not a racial thing. No. Because this cut across all, right. all races. This included white, Hispanic, African-American. Uh, the only one that I don't know that it included was Asian. Well, I, no, that's not, don't, they don't include the Asians because they're so, doing better. Right. But, uh, but they, they will tell you that was the, you know, that's from the breakdown of the family. I think. And that's what my mother said family. every time. She goes, You're right. I, think I get right. kids now who, whose moms are not home when they go home. Yeah, and there's no dad around either, so there you go. You know? Sure. I agree with that. And so the aid that you're going to get at home and the things that I could assign as homework in 1969, I could not assign in 1989. Well, therein lies the problem because there's your problem, but the solution is always throw more money at it. Well, and, and Which, again, I think the, the budget for the energy, um, not education, by the way, is going up, I don't know how many, over 30, 40% in this next budget. Mm. So there's where some of your money's going. There you have it. 1980? Does it, does it make sense for a state to send money? You're going to trying to educate local people in your state. So you send money to the federal government and have them give it back to you. Right there, it's just gross inefficiency. And we spend, I think we still spend more than any other country on students, like 16, 17,000 a year. Per student, per student, even more in Washington D.C., no. California, where they have the worst test scores. By the way, yeah, but again, don't you, you can't even judge it on test scores. Well, yeah, that's, that's, an, that's another mistake. How many standardized tests do you think a kid takes on average? Between, I took a lot. I took two to three a year throughout my twelve elementary school career. I read one hundred and twelve. Yeah, but that's from today K through twelve. That's today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going back to I started school in 1976 kindergarten. I remember taking like two. I, I that's junior, what I'm, that's I what I'm telling you. I took two a year at least, plus the ones in high school. So let's call it right around 30 Well, by the time all said and done. Well, you got 112 now. Thanks now it's four times no as high? No child left behind Three garbage. times as high? Yeah. Four times as high if it's 30. And, and here's, here's another reality. Some kids just are not good test takers. Yeah. Other kids like me knew exactly how to take those tests and manipulate them. And not only that, the, the other problem is the teachers are gearing their classes they to They teach that to the test. test. Yeah. Teaching to the test is not the same as as, just, as learning. Or, like or more importantly, Armand, learning how to think it through. Because a lot of those tests early on, I remember clearly, I didn't know what the answer was, but I knew what it wasn't. Yeah. Right. And because I knew what it wasn't, I could deduce what my best probable answer was. Of course. So I usually scored above my grade point average uh, on those things. So we know. I'm a B student, and I'd be I'd come home from those standards, and they'd be like, Tony got a 98. Oh, so we he's, know they're he, skewed. He's an underachiever. Yeah. Well, that, see, that's the thing. They yeah. would label me an underachiever. You're uh, an over- No, I wasn't an underachiever. Yeah. I just understood that uh, if three things on the answer sheet are just complete bullshit, that it's probably the fourth thing. You're a master strategist. That's all it means. Or you just have teachers like those Georgia teachers or, that I'll give tell the you kids the answer before you the one. test. The PSAT in, in uh, high school, it's a time test. I take the test. We're running out of time. I have six blanks at the end of the test. I pick B. I would pick C, I think. Okay, there's the there's the thing. Had I picked C, my PSAT score would have gone from an 88 to a 96. Well, then you're stupid. You're not as good as uh, taking tests. You, no. you always take C. That's, that's random. That's just randomness. <laughs> the problem was, Armand, there was a bunch of Cs before it. So I was like, I think I just yeah, got it. but that. those were probably wrong anyway. No, those were probably correct. <laughs> nah, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you have to assume you were wrong on those. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I remember because when we reviewed the test, I'm like, holy crap. Five of the last six answers were C. I recalculated, I would have had a 96. Yeah, but you're, now, now you're doing the gambler's fallacy because those tests, they're not arranged in any order. So that I understand that, but well. mine was. 1980, 
Holy See visits uh, the United Kingdom for the first time. See, John Paul II's out is, on the tour. On the road, and Thatcher. Playing, Thatcher won. Playing Wembley is Thatcher, Stadium. Is Thatcher yeah. in 1980? Okay, yes. good. Yeah, yeah, Thatcher. Thatcher has him over. 1989, during the World Series, this oh, is the famous this. Loma Preta earthquake. Um, Al Michaels, I remember. I think we're having an earth. And then it cut out. Yeah, yeah. That had to be scary to be in that stadium. <sighs> First of all, Candlestick Park, even in 1989, was a dump. I went there one time, Armand. Not only was it a dump, I froze my ass yeah. off in the middle of August. I'm not kidding, folks. They used to give you an award if you went through extra innings or something at night. They, they, you deserved it. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Oh God, it was again. No, no. Um, so that was a 6.9 on the Mercalli intensity scale. That's pretty big. Violent. Uh, and my last one of the day, uh, the Eastern Politburo removes Eric Honecker. Honecker, from his role yeah. as General Secretary of the Socialist Unity Party of yeah, Germany, or the up. head, of course, of yeah. East Germany. Breaking up. I think I've, I, in terms of the events that affect the world the we live in. Inquisition, man. Well, I think you can make an argument for the Inquisition. I think 350 you, years terrorizing you Europe. Know, I think you can make an argument for uh, Marconi uh, with the wireless, because that speeds up communications. Game of the century. Dramatically. Uh, game of the century is nice, but it doesn't really affect the world I live in. Uh, RCA, you can that had an effect, but all right, someone was going to do what RCA was doing if RCA didn't do it. So, have you listened to that tape yet about Weinstein? No, it's great. No, 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 no don't touch my. Oh, bre- I have heard my breeze. I've heard that. <laughs> oh man, don't 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 touch my breeze. Oh, I guess she. What is she? Like, I, I don't know what she was. I don't know, but. That's horrible. Oh, he's something else. All right. Man. I only have three deaths Swore for today. Children. Yeah. I mean, what look, do you have? What do you have? Anything? No, Chopin's okay. tough to Well, beat. Chopin, uh, 1849. The... Now, by the way, he's one of those people. His heart's in uh, Warsaw, but his body's in yeah. Paris. Yeah. So they, you were wondering about the heads off the guillotine. Yeah, I was. I, I never was. could find Okay. Know. You never could find anything well, I'll on find it? find something on it, I guess. Yeah. So Chopin uh, passes. I, I thought he lived... I thought he, he died, died much closer to 1900, but no, 1849. No, died, yeah, was, yeah. You know, that's, that's from banging uh, George Song. You know, that don't kill anybody. That'll that happen. 1991, Tennessee Ernie Ford, the American singer and actor. He was pretty funny. He was. I Same on him. I Love Lucy. He was a yeah. uh, cousin. Uh, cousin uh, Ernie. He had a great. He had a great bit. Yeah, he's pretty he funny. Uh, here's another guy with a great bit. 2007, Joey Bishop passed away. Yeah, he's. I was watching him. He was on that roast. He was roasting Dean Martin. He goes. People think Dean Martin doesn't drink. Dean Martin drinks. I saw him holding a snake in a hand trying to kill a stick. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> There's only a couple guys who could ever take shots at Sinatra. Uh, Rickles and Bishop. Well, he was part of the I know. He's pack, part of yeah. the crew, man. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, but here's the thing. If you're going to be part of a crew, well, yeah, I'd be, be Joey of- Bishop in the crew. Because it's very hard to be Dino or Frank or Lawford. Yeah. But every, every one of us can relate to Joey Bishop. Yeah, you don't want to be the black Jewish guy either. <laughs> Joey Bishop's probably your best bet. Exactly. I think, what's his name? Still alive. The guy that looks Asian. <sighs> what is that guy? He's always a villain. He was he was in, uh, uh, what's his name? Silva? Henry Silva? Uh, what, that it's was like in not, Oceans and yeah, Robin yeah. Hood and uh-huh. the Seven Thieves? Yeah, he was in several of those movies, uh, but he was, uh, he's like 94 or something. He's got to be the last one left. Well, they mostly only credit five. Yeah, but he was part of the game. You know, but he was, he's the extended path. Yeah, right, right. The, the, the big time guys are all dead, of course, all but right. that's what I'm talking about, right? Henry Silva, right? Visiting members of the pack include uh, Flynn. Oh, yeah, Bogart. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, Lauren that's, McCall. that's no good. Look up Henry Silva. That's I think that's his name. Well, he's in uh, he's in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, he hung out with those guys. Yeah, he is sure he still did. alive? That's a, I think he's alive, right? Okay, let's find out. He let's was the guy him. that was. Uh, yeah, he's still alive. How old is he? Oh, he does look. Yeah, Silva as Chun Jing in the Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, yeah. Remember he's fighting Frank yeah. Sinatra. Yeah. That was a great yeah, fight. That's true. I think Sinatra broke his hand because he actually put it. Remember he was. That was actually him smashing through that table. If you remember that fight, I think he broke his wrist or something doing that. Cause that looks that looks pretty authentic. Yeah, it doesn't th- say anything, but I I trust you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manchurian candidate. There you go. 
And there goes the show for October right. the 17th. We're in the books, folks. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to producer Andrew Allen. Thanks to all of you for listening. Don't forget, subscribe through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any major podcast outlet. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash This Day in History Podcast. For Armand Kachigi and I'm Tony Hubert. And when October the 18th rolls around, we will be here to tell you about it on lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 